0: You are listening to the Lingerie Success Podcast, the first podcast of its kind committed to practical and actionable marketing strategies, business advice, interviews, and tools to help your lingerie store thrive. Are you ready? So let's get started. Hello, Lingerie Success listeners, and welcome to episode 16 of the Lingerie Success Podcast, where we provide practical, actionable advice to help your lingerie store thrive This week, we'll be talking about how to make it through when your business is facing tough times. So before we begin, just wanted to thank anyone who is newly listening to us here. Welcome. Um, We hope you find value in our podcast and we we hope you enjoy our um, advice and our tips this week. And I also wanted to introduce my co-host, so I have Chris and Angel. How are you doing today, Chris?
1: Very, very good. Thank you, Katie.
0: How are you doing today, Angel? Doing great. Do you have any exciting plans for this weekend?
1: Uh, yeah, I'm in the middle of watching The Defiant Ones on HBO, the story of uh, Dr. Dre and Jimmy Oveen. It's a, it's really, really crazy. It's like people think that Dr. Dre was, was the one with the crazy life. But once you uh, start hearing about Jimmy Oveen's history and how he got to be where he is, it's like, wow, there's like two incredible people coming together. And like, of course, it's going to create the synergy that makes, you know, $300 billion deals. Wow, wow. I I I'm going to watch definitely that. I mean, I'm HBO is for me it's Game of Thrones right now. So, I'm going to make sure I can find time to stick that in. So that would be very very interesting to find out the success story of those two guys.
0: Yeah, Angel was talking um about it a little bit before the podcast and it just sounds so inspiring. Um, And it really does connect with our topic today. So making it through tough times. I think a lot of us, whether we're listening because we have a small business or because we're an entrepreneur, all of us are unfortunately going to face tough times at some point or maybe a rough patch or just a difficult time. Um, And so we wanted to talk and share um, some of the things that we have found that work when you're just trying to make it through tough times and maybe you don't see the light at the end of the tunnel yet, but you're powering through. And so, the first thing we wanted to talk about so, Chris, what is the worst thing that businesses can do when they're going through tough times?
1: That's a great question, man. I'm not going to presume to be a business expert. I know most of our listeners and our uh, retail partners are. And, um, you know, personally, I've been part of small and large organizations. You know, my own small business, I had a tech, tech startup that I owned and I also worked in dot com startup space back in, you know, a few years back, as well as working with my own small business clients. Now, I mean, I've seen and experienced a share of tough times. You know, I've, I would say I failed in more things than I've ever succeeded in life. And what I found is that most businesses contract and retreat during these tough times. You know, they feel, well, I shouldn't spend any money on marketing. Or they just like I want to hunker down and write it out. Or some just don't accept that it is tough times. You know they're in denial. I would say, and keep doing whatever they're doing, and being the same rut that they are stuck in. I remember reading Thomas Edison teachers saying that you know, he was too stupid to learn some to learn anything. Imagine Thomas Edison, right? He was fired from his first two jobs for being nonproductive. You know, an inventor like Thomas Edison. Think about that. And he had one thousand unsuccessful attempts in inventing the light bulb. You know, reporter asked him, "How did you feel if when you failed a thousand times?" And he replied, "You know, you're wrong. I didn't fail a thousand times. It took a thousand steps to build and invent the light bulb. So the, just the way he was thinking was already he it already sets him apart from a lot of people that go through tough times. I mean, I." I would. I couldn't imagine even. I would probably stop at one hundred or less, maybe. But he took a thousand tries to invent the light bulb that we know today. You know, most of us, whether it's in business or in life, we tend to focus on the problems that we have. Right? It's that's that's easy, but we spend so little time on focusing on opportunities and solutions. You know, if but if our why that we talked about earlier in this podcast series is Strong and clear, then we already have the plan and the steps in place to get us out of a rut or a tough time. You know, the old idea of if I build it, they will come, and that's obsolete. You know, today you can build it and market it, and people will still not come. I mean, how many people just in just the you know, Angel loves this, this, uh, this watch is Pebble Beach or Pebble just Pebble yeah Pebble, Pebble. right yeah it's mm-hmm. it's been very successful but you know the i the i watch is sort of taking over that space and a successful company that has been doing it still can collapse so does it doesn't mean that you've built something marketed it properly got consumers involved and excited about it that you will succeed you know i think the statistics say like uh, 95% of businesses fail in the first year and then five bi- 5% of that in five years and 5% of that whatever's left in 10 years and whatnot. So the key is we need to outwork, outstrategize our competitors who are trying to eliminate us during these tough times. You know, um, we need to execute more than ever before. You know, We talked about being remarkable in the last episode this is the time to bank on all the remarkable things that we've invested in with our consumers. Imagine if we're doing three, five, 10 times more than the rest of the competition in delivering our unique selling proposition or our story. They will remain doing the average, right? But for us, we're providing more value to our target audience than they can ever imagine. And how with doing that, can we not get through the tough times you know, there 's a story that I want to share with everybody from a motivational speaker. His name is Eric Thomas I think he 's known as the uh, rapper pre- uh, preacher, motivation speaker, something like that. I forgot the exact one, but he shared a wonderful story. so he was giving a speech to high school students and he was he said that there was a young man who wanted to make a lot of money, like a lot of young men do. I think we were like that when we were young too, and Kate is still young, so she still wants to make a lot of money. And so he went to this, this business successful guru. Okay? So he told the guru, I want to be on the same level as you are. So the guru said, well, if you want to be on the same level as me, I'll meet you tomorrow at the beach. So like, you know, this young man is like, what the heck is this old man thinking? So but regardless, he met him at 4 a.m. in the morning and he was ready to rock and roll wearing a nice fine suit. Right. So you should have wear shorts. He's in the beach. So the old man grabs his hand and said, how bad do you want to be successful? And he said, real bad. Okay. They started walking out to the water. So they walk and he says, um, how, how bad do you really want to be successful? Really bad. They went deeper in the water. And he kept asking the question until you know, he go, it was, they were waist deep. And he was like, this guy's crazy. And, you know, I, I wanted to become rich and have a lot of money. I didn't want to be a lifeguard. This, this old man is insane. So he just continued. And the old man asked him again, How much do you want to be successful? Very, very much. And so, you know, he's, he was thinking to himself, Well, I thought you want to be successful. That's what the old man was telling him because he didn't want to go forward. I'm like, this is insane. Like, why do I have to be in the beach dunking in my favorite suit up to neck deep in water, right? He says, How? much do you want to be successful? A lot. They walk a little bit further. The water was up in his mouth. What did the old man do? He held them down. Was basically drowning him, right? So what do you think he did? He was clawing, he was scratching, he was fighting and fighting and fighting. He was trying to get out of the water. Just right before he passed out, the old man let him go. And he said, how did you feel? I wanted to breathe, man. You're trying to kill me. So the old man says, if you want to breathe as much as you want to be successful, you will become successful, right? If you want to breathe as much as you want to succeed, you will do everything in your power to get through any tough time. That's basically the message. And that, I, I thought that was extremely, extremely powerful. And that was that I, I, saw, that, um, I saw that video really uh, uh, probably like a few years ago, and it stuck to me up until this day. Every time I feel those down times, even here at work, you know, when our marketing Alexa ranking goes down, I rewatch the video because it, it, it tells me that, hey, tough times are part of life. If you want to get through it, you just have to hunker down and just bust through it.
0: I love that. While you were um, speaking, Chris, I was thinking about how, you know, when you are stuck in the water and you feel the weight of it and how you have that choice to either move further and farther and take that on because you have the risk of drowning you have the risk of of falling of getting injured or getting hurt and yet either financially or however it affects you and yet you still move forward. And that's, I think a lot of champions and a lot of um, athletes, that's something that they can definitely relate to pushing yourself further. And I think that's so important too, for our, our anyone who's listening, who is you know struggling with your business or going through a tough time to know that when you think you're at your limit, you might not be. And there's always that chance that you can push further and innovate and really take the next step. and, There are so many incredible stories out there of amazing entrepreneurs, women, men, business owners who have had moments that have really tried them and they have stuck through it and they persevered and they found it deep within them to keep going and it changed their life. And so those moments that you have in your business where you're struggling, where you're seeing short term, that it's just not going your way, or maybe you tried something and it failed, know that it's not going to be like that forever. It's short term and you just have to accept it and you have to move on and you have to think of better ways to either communicate your message, to get your brand out there, to sell products or to really market yourself in a way that that connects your customers with you. Um, and the other thing that really helps is joining a community of entrepreneurs. So the one of the worst things that you can do, too, is to go it alone. And not having a support system is really, really hard no matter what you're facing. So definitely do, um, you know, reach reach out to your family. Let your family know what's going on, your friends, your your, you know, your close friends, let them know what's going on. Any business owners, entrepreneurs, um, you know, that you are close with, let them know, really, um, connect with people that you're, you, um, you really feel connected to and, Share with them what you're going through. And I guarantee a lot of the people that you communicate with will have experienced struggles at some point, and they may have either some guidance for you or maybe just something that can help you on your journey um, and restore a little bit of that faith. Um, And the other thing that I wanted to mention, so just having faith and you might not be spiritual, you might not be religious, you may have, you know, your own views on, on um, spirituality, but definitely when you have a business, one of the best things that you can do is just have faith and believe in your business and believe in yourself and just know that the hard time that you're going through, you're going to get through it. Your business is going to be even better than ever when you get out to the other end. And it's just going to be, a mark on your map, on your finish line, and that's it. It's not going to be something that will sidetrack you forever or ruin your business or anything like that. You're going to persevere and you're going to keep going. Um, And Chris, what are some tips for making it through those situations that are out of your control that could be affecting a business?
1: Well, I think focusing on what can be controlled, not what can't, is the number one thing. We often spend much of our time, energy, and resources Trying to change or control other people, you know, but we can't control them. We can't control other businesses or our competitors and situations and stuff, but we can control what we think, say, and do. You know, we need to get used to getting uncomfortable and, you know, do what our competitors find unreasonable. Think about if we're solving 10 times more problems than our next competitor, then we would be leagues ahead of them. You know, as you know here at Parfait, our marketing team is very passionate about this. You know, this podcast, the content we produce, the blogs, the partners we talk to, the phone calls, support that we provide, and sponsoring and all that stuff. You know, we're all doing this to provide value for them as much value as possible, because we can't control the. You know, when we have a strike in the port, for example, that delays us from getting our products. Delay in customs that take our products from. You know, I mean, prevent our, prevent us from accessing the shipment that we received. all that stuff. There's a lot of things in business that we simply can't control. But if we focus on those things, then we're going to be stuck forever. We can only focus on, you know, helping our partners become successful. And in turn, that will make us successful. I remember back in the day, and I think I told you guys the story, you know, I needed to make some extra money to help pay for college because it's, you know, as we don't, expensive. And I was already working three part-time jobs and I needed to do something because my mom, a single mom, got laid off from work. You know, I needed to make that extra money. So one day, um, you know, I couldn't I couldn't work any, any longer because there's only 24 hours in the day with three part-time jobs and going to college full-time. I still needed to get some rest and I can't – I don't have the power to expand more than 24 hours, right? So I wanted to start a business, but I wasn't computer savvy, you oh. know – but before my mom got laid off, she bought me a computer from Sears on credit. I mean some of maybe Katie doesn't you know really go to Sears anymore, but that used to be the thing you know you buy you buy your t v your refrigerator, your clothes, and everything at sears um and we were still paying for this computer at the time, and then one day, I took it apart, and my mom who just lost her job, was livid. Like, she was livid. I mean, think about it. She comes to my room, and she sees every single piece of that computer torn apart, literally, like, lying down, laying down on my bed. So, of course, I had no idea what I was going to do. So every day, I was working in sales at Macy's, and across the street, there was a Borders bookstore. And from there, I would go and read, for free, of course, the how to build your PC for dummies. And every single night, I read a chapter, go home, put that part together, and eventually, of course, I put it all together. And once I did, I learned how to build my own computer. So then I started selling computers. You know, I would build them in my, my room, sell them to my coworkers, teachers at the time. You know, I, was, I think about, I was about 15 or 16, and my first business computer business was born. You know, I would get orders, and I could produce them. Of course, because um, there's just one me. Um, so instead on focusing what I couldn't control because I can't extend the days. I can't. I only have two hands. I can't produce more. I didn't have money to employ other people. So I focused on finding a solution. So I, I looked on the, the Yellow Pages. Maybe you probably don't know what Yellow Pages is anymore. And I found a local computer store that could build it for me at cost. I just had to give them $20 for the assembly fee. With that, I just leveraged... And I found an opportunity to serve more people because they had the staff, they had the parts, they had the employees to build as many computers as I can order. So I would put in an extra hundred, hundred, two hundred bucks on top of a computer, and then I would just basically be delivering it. I didn't, you know, it was it had no name or anything like that, but I was able to do it. Of course, you know, that's that's not going to put me through college, but it got me started and pointed me in the direction I am today, which I parlayed into. We have developed it in a marketing company and got me out of a part-time job situation and got full-time working in sales and IT. You know, definitely, I'm nowhere like a multimillionaire like Mark Zuckerberg. But you know, with every failure or defeat comes an opportunity to learn and grow. And if we aim to provide more value to our, our target market more than any other, then we would be priming ourselves to make it through any situation.
0: I love that, Chris. I, I love also what you said earlier about changing your perspective. I think that that is so important, even when things are bleak and even when they're good, just seeing you know, what you can do to kind of change things up. Um, I was thinking while you were speaking about how it's so important to focus on what you're good at. So if, if you are... If you just launched a blog or maybe you've had a blog going for a year and maybe writing isn't something that you love to do or maybe it's just not your strong suit. Maybe you're better at speaking. Maybe you're better at um, recording audio like a podcast um, or doing a video. Maybe blogging just isn't the thing for you you could consider hiring a writer to do that for you, kind of offloading some of that so that you could focus on what you're good at. And the same thing goes for your time. If you are realizing that you're running out of time or you just feel spent and you just don't have enough time to do everything in the day, to consider hiring someone part-time or maybe even hiring someone in a different country to do some of the um, automated tasks for you. So maybe you could hire a virtual assistant or someone that can do things online, like organizing your, you know, your your um your customer lists, or um, setting up you know emails for you, or organizing your your newsletters, or anything like that that can help you, that can take some of the weight off your shoulders, um, and then also just seeing if there's anything that you can do in regards to uh, maybe partnering with someone. So maybe it's time to get a business partner and really work with someone who is able to, um. Complement your weaknesses. Maybe they have certain strengths that really do, could really propel your business forward. Um, And also just being honest with yourself. So I know that, you know, especially anyone who's listening, it's so hard to admit that you're not the best at something or to be honest with yourself and say, you know, maybe I'm not the best um speaker, maybe I'm not the best writer, maybe I'm not the best at this, but you know what? I'm going to find someone who is and I'm going to partner with them and they're we're going to have a we're going to be a great team. And focusing on your strengths, that is something that a lot of successful entrepreneurs and a lot of successful business owners do. They focus on what they're really good at, and that's what they spend their time doing. And it's so important for, um, for anyone listening to, to do the same thing too, to focus on what you're good at, what you enjoy, and then really use that to propel your business forward through that tough time. And so Chris, now that we've talked about some of the, the bad things, um, what are some of the best things that businesses can do to turn their business around?
1: Well, to answer this question, I want to tell a story. Most of us are familiar with the Harley Davidson Motorcycle Company, right? Um, we know them to be ultra successful today, and I, I think they're a very big brand. And every time we think about motorcycle or big bikes, as we call them, we think about a Harley. But back in the day, they were just among the small fries, you know, competing against big, bad Indian Motor Company, who was the top of the top at the time. Um, and which, through innovation and doing more than their competitors, they eventually surpassed the Indian. So, Indian and other companies that were competing against Harley Davidson at the time got together and reverse engineered every single part of their bike. You know, this was designed by Bill Harley, one of the chief engineers and founder of the company. And what they did was they reverse engineered it, documented it, and patented it think about that the designs that Bill Harley of the Harley Davidson company the parts that he designed built and invented were patented by their main competitors and they went ahead and sued Harley Davidson and they lost everything they had they had to settle of course they can't afford you know millions and millions of dollars which at the time think about it in 19 this is like Early 1900s, maybe right after the World War II, World War, First World War. I mean, think about that. That's like, a, that's like a lot of money. And then what they did was they found the first ever bike, first ever motorcycle that they produced It got them thinking. It inspired them. And they said, you know, we did this. We did this bike. And they built the company from the ground up from absolutely nothing. They, had, they didn't have the money. They didn't have the backing and all that stuff. And they thought, we can do it again. And so they did. They worked back to the drawing board and they redesigned the parts from the clutch, the body, to the fender, to the tanks, everything. That was not infringing on any patent that obviously they survived you know, competing with. You know, they survived until today. Think about that. You know, they went back to the basics. They understood what they had and what problems they solved for their customers. They built a bike that allowed Americans to go virtually anywhere at that time. I mean, they were not just competing against other bike manufacturers, but they were competing with automobiles. Think about that. Four-wheeled vehicles were competing with two-wheeled vehicles that were just basically upgraded bicycles. But the bikes, the motorcycles, you can take on a rough road. You can go in a rough like forest. You can get in. That cars couldn't. So they knew what they were providing Americans and they continued they persevered and they won. And that's what we need to do as businesses also. We need to turn things around by serving and solving our target audience's problems. You know, we need to communicate and get the buy-in from the rest of the team, from the rest of your support system like you were mentioning, like you were mentioning earlier, you know, knowing who those are, getting them to understand about what our what our problems are what is what are we the best at and then get their help to communicate that story as part of the brand building that we're trying to do you know our support system in life will help us turn things around when they fully understand what we are trying to serve our customers with so at the end of the day the most important thing is you really have to understand who your target audience is what problems they have and what unique selling ability or what unique feature not just the products not the products but what sets you apart what makes you remarkable we talked a lot about this on the previous podcast about you being remarkable and understanding what that is it can get you through any tough time and it can turn your business around whether whether you're not you're plateauing in your sales not necessarily you're going to close your door but you know, when you have that opportunity to take advantage of any circumstance that you can get better at, you can grow your sales, you should definitely look into being able to apply some of those things.
0: I agree completely. I think also, you know, while you are, if if you are going through a tough time, um, as I'm sure some of you listening might be, um, unfortunately, one of the best things that you can do um, other than, you know, working on your business, producing more um, is to make sure that you're surrounding yourself with people who want want and believe in your success. And what I mean by that is making sure that the people that you hire to represent your company are supportive of your mission and your vision, and to make sure that the sales reps that you have really do want to sell, and that they really do care about their customers and the process. Because on those days when you're not there, if you do have a staff, um, or on those days when you're behind the scenes, um, the salespeople that you hire, your team, those have the direct contact to your customers. So those are the people that are messengers of your your brand. And if they're not supportive of your mission and your mission and your vision to succeed, then that could be a really big problem for your business. And the same thing goes for the people that you surround yourself with. So making sure that your your business partners, if they are feeling you know down in the dumps and they're just they're just um, frustrated, or maybe they're just um, not sure what else to do, to be that positive light that they need to help them push forward. Because I know that you know when you whether you have your own business or whether you work um, in a business, it's so important to be able to um, lift other people up when they. excuse me, when they run out of that steam themselves, when they just can't do it themselves. And that's probably the hardest thing that you'll, you'll face during a tough time, just finding the resolve to keep going. And that's something that we, we talk a lot to just really powering through.
1: I just wanted to add something that, you know, as you were talking, I was, I, I thought about one of the, one of the things I personally use that I think, you know, helps me through any struggle. You know, when I lost my business, I had to lay off, You know, practically all my staff. The thing that really helped me through was personal development. I think that's a lot of that's sometimes forgotten by employees, by business owners, and entrepreneurs in general. We have to continually work on ourselves because if we work on ourselves, then we're more equipped to figure out what a solution to a problem is. You know, we can't experience all the problems. We can't. We can't assume that everything that we've gone through in life is enough to get us through everything in life. A lot of times, there's a lot of things that we'll encounter that, wow, this is new to me. I've never experienced this in life before. But millions and millions of other people have. And some of these millions of people who have failed and succeeded wrote books. They produced videos. They produce TED Talks. And all these stuff is something that you can learn from. A lot of times, you know, we talk about this. I, I store a lot of useless information in my brain. But there comes a time when those useless information become very useful because sometimes, you know, my wife always jokes around to me that, um, you know, why are you watching that? Why are you reading that? Like, that's so irrelevant to what you're doing. But six months later, I I can always tell it It happens all the time. Remember, like, when you were telling me that this was irrelevant to me? Yeah, I remember. Like, don't, don't rub it in my face because it's the truth. You know, sometimes, of course, it's different when you're watching just garbage stuff. You have, to put, you have to watch or learn something of value, of course, but anything that you can store in your brain, store in your heart, you can then wield these weapons out later on when you encounter these tough times in life. And when you want to turn your business around, these are part of those basic fundamental weapons that you have that will get you through not only business, but life struggles in general.
0: That's so inspiring, Chris, just being able to work on yourself while you're working in your business and just not forgetting to, you know, take care of yourself as well. And then also personal development. And the other thing, you know, for anyone who's listening, who is going through a tough time, um, do take some time, do some soul searching and ask yourself if it's you that's feeling stagnant or if it's really the business, because sometimes, um, I know that. And this has happened with me too. You'll be so excited about something. You'll, you might have a business, you might start a new job or have a new position. And then maybe a couple months pass, a couple years pass. And for whatever reason, you're just not so excited about it anymore. And maybe it's something that's coming from you. And maybe it's something that is coming from you and then reflecting on your business. So maybe your business isn't as bad as you think it is, um, but it just feels bad because you feel bad and that can happen too. And the other thing, um, is also don't compare yourself to your competitors. You are your own store, your own person, your own business. You can't, You can't um, compare yourself to the sales that, you know, Victoria's Secret is doing or Nordstrom is doing or the um, the lingerie specialty store down the street. All that you can do is compare yourself to your sales and work on yourself and your increases for your store and and let that propel you forward instead of worrying about what other people are doing. Because when you worry about your competitors and what other people are doing, you'll always lose. And it's it's awful. It's defeating. Um, and we, so our homework this week, so this podcast, it's so, um, personal. It's so, it's very, um, difficult for a lot of our, our listeners to, to talk about. No one wants to talk about when their business is going through a tough time. It's just not something that anyone wants to think about or discuss. So our homework, um, if it's something that you do feel comfortable sharing, um, in the comments, um, please do share, you know, what the toughest moment for your business in the last five years was and how you overcame it. And, um, also, you know, feel free to send it to us in an email if you feel more comfortable doing that, or if you'd like um, to get a reply because we do reply to our emails um, that are sent to marketing at parfait so please do feel free to you know reach out say hello send an email um, if you need any guidance or advice or anything like that you know please feel free to reach out to us as well um, we are always here to help in any way that we can um, and then our question of the day so what topics would you like us to cover in future podcasts so for our new listeners this is episode 16 for us and welcome you know thank you so much for joining us we're super excited to have you here. Um, sorry to start our journey on such a somber note, but we do have some other podcasts as well that are a little bit um, less heavy and they focus also on marketing as well. And so, Chris had some things to share with you all, too.
1: Yeah, I just want to invite our listeners again um, to visit us at LaundrySuccess.com to access more of those episodes, articles, and tips. And I also encourage our listeners to join our community Facebook group at Laundry Success to connect with us and connect with other lingerie store owners to share ideas, tips, and strategies to help stores thrive. You know, we'll also have a link on the show notes on this. You know, I, I, want, I want to also encourage them to please to share, subscribe, leave a rating and review. You know, we'd very much appreciate your honest feedback, which helps us continually provide impactful content that we hope you will find valuable.
0: Thank you, Chris. And I I wanted to thank Chris and Angel for being here today with us Um, and also all of our listeners. And just know that um, we're here if there's anything that you need. And, you know, we're so sorry if your business is going through a tough time, if that's something that is happening to you. Um, Unfortunately, it happens to the best of us and most of us at some point. So know that you're not alone and that we're always here if you need anything. And we will see you next week.
1: Thank you, everyone. Thank you, guys.
0: This podcast is brought to you by Parfait. For more information, show notes, and downloads, please go to www.lingeriesuccess.com.